Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to What Would Kay Say? I am your host, Kay Edwards. Well, folks, how is everybody doing today? We are in the last quarter of the year. Can you believe it? We are in October already. There are only three months left to 2021. Where did the year go? But I'm always so amazed with how time is flying. And I don't know why, because time is flying and I should just get used to it. But it's just something that always catches me and it amazes me just how quickly time passes and you don't even realize it unless you're truly paying attention. Because if you're just going about your everyday business, you're doing what you need to do, you're living life, you don't really notice how quickly time flies. But I hope that everyone that has gotten to this point, thank God, thank God, right? Thank God. And I hope that all of you are looking forward to another year. I know it sounds so strange to say we're we're actually starting to look forward to the year changing. But before we go that that far, I'm not going to go that far and really push time. I'm not even going to talk about the new year coming up. I'm just going to keep it in that this the last quarter. So whatever it is that you had purposed for yourself for this year, this calendar year, it's time for you to start tightening stuff up, right? And taking an evaluation of where you actually are, what you actually still need to have done, like in your business, if you're running a business, you know, what is it that you still need to do? Are you to the point where you wanted to be when you thought about what you were going to do in January? Are you to that point in your journey that you figured, oh, by October, I'll be here? Hmm. Interesting, right? Well, as for myself, If I think about it like that, it's October in my calendar year. It's five months into my birth calendar year. Am I really where I thought I would be today? No. I'm going to be honest. I'm not. Because, and this is something else too, I didn't really know where I would be in October. I didn't, I hadn't, I knew what I wanted to do for the year. And I guess when it comes to the show, yes, I know I'm doing what I needed to do, but am I really at where I thought I would be? And this is, this is my anniversary month. Wow. I'm just realizing that. So obviously you can tell, no, I was not thinking about October at all because life has just been giving me a series of different changes that I've just been trying to adjust to. But this is anniversary month. Happy anniversary to the show. Wow. It'll been two years since we came on the air here at Radio Free Brooklyn. Can you imagine that? I was excited when I made one year. I'm excited again that I made two years. Wow. Well, happy birthday to the show. I'm I'm really excited. 
And although I hadn't been thinking about it and it creeped up on me, I'm still happy and I'm still excited about what I accomplished. And I hope all of you were too. I hope all of you have appreciated or I hope actually not even appreciated that that's a wrong term to use. I don't hope that you appreciate it because I appreciate you guys tuning in every week. But I hope that you guys have been able to get something out of what I've been speaking to you about every Sunday. I hope that when you tune in, my prayer is that when you tune in on Sundays, when you leave, or even if you listen to the archive, which you can catch on my show page at RadioFreeBrooklyn.com, on Spotify, or on iTunes, I really, my prayer is really that when you listen to any of my shows, that it fills your spirit with what you were looking for and that the word that I'm bringing forth is what you needed to hear at that moment. That's my ultimate goal, that when I sit here on Sundays and I speak with all of you, that what God has given to me in my spirit, there is someone out there that needed to hear that from him and I was able to give the message. So to say if I've met my goal or not, I don't know because I don't hear from you guys. Um, you can write me. I'm at what would K say at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram. I'm on WWKSay today. And you can just write me little notes and let me know, you know what? Yeah, I do listen to you or yes, what you said whatever Sunday on whatever topic. Yes, that's it. That's exactly what I was looking for at that moment. And that's what my goal is. So did I reach my goal for this October? For this last quarter of 2021? I would say yes, I would say yes, I hope that I did. I pray that I did. And I look forward to meeting my goals in the coming time that I have to be on the air here with you until God shuts it down then yes I guess I'll be meeting my goals right because he's the only one that's going to determine whether I'm meeting it or not or when my job is completely done right so I'll just keep following the direction he has me going in and like I said I pray that it's beneficial to all of you so now today I would like to talk about what everybody else, well, not everybody else, but what I've been hearing about a lot lately. Like when I've had conversations with people, everyone has had some feeling of anxiety. We all know that everything post pandemic has a lot of anxiety attached to it. And people have had a lot of fear doing things because now we're doing in our air quotes, new normal. People are doing new things that they've never had to do before. And with that, there's a bit of apprehension. There's a bit of anxiety and there's a bit of fear that comes along with doing something new, especially in the new world that we're dealing in and how to maneuver and not knowing the outcome of it. Because we've become creatures of habit and 
for years we've done things a certain way in our own personal lives and just in society and the world in general. But with the pandemic taking place last year, that sort of took the apple cart and shook it up to like, no, you can't keep doing things the way you've always done it. You now have to adapt to doing things a different way because this is the way the world is going to function going forward. So saying all that, we've all had a little bit of fear that has come over us from time to time, I'm sure, because we've all had to embark on something new or different from what we've been accustomed to. So that's what I want to talk about today. Do And the today's topic is going to be, if it's got to be done, then you just have to do it. And that's our topic for today. If it's got to be done, then you just have to do it. And I'm taking our lesson from 2 Timothy 2, 7. Well, actually, it's not 2, 7. Excuse me. 2 Timothy 1 and 7. And it says, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So when we think about everything that we have to do and we apply this scripture to it number one when we feel fear it's not coming from god so that's one thing you have to remember when you're feeling afraid that is not that is not an emotion or a uh direction that god has given you when it comes to dealing with a certain situation, right? He's giving us power. As the scripture says, he's given us power, right? He's not giving us the spirit of fear. He's given us power. He's given us love. And he's given us a sound mind, right? So keeping all that in mind, when you're flowing in your daily, in your daily movements. So like I said, I've been hearing a lot of chatter about concerns about being afraid, right? And like I said, it's, it's a residue of COVID-19. And I personally have over the past six months been feeling bouts of fear every now and then when it comes to me having to do something, right? Because of the uncertainty in the air, right? Because no one knows what tomorrow will bring for us, right? No one really knows. Just as I started out the show asking, you know, how many of you have met your goals for the fourth, you know, fourth quarter of the year? Nobody knows. We know what we planned, but we don't know if it was all going to go according to our plan, right? So with all that, I just want to say life is moving quickly and every day it seems as though there's something that's going out of our control, right? And that's what it's really about. When you have a fear of something, 
it's because you don't feel like you're in control of it. That's our human nature side. We like to be in control of things. We like to dictate what happens to us and how it happens, right? And life is hard. And it can be scary when we're not able to understand or control what's really going on with us or our situation around us. But on a good day, we could have everything that's going well, right? It's just something that happens, is routine, and then it's not scary anymore on a good day. So let's just think about it. Let's just rewind back 10 months, right, into January. We were all in lockdown, right, from the pandemic from last year. Things were starting to open up. There was sprinklings of talk about things opening up again and people starting to get back to doing what they needed to do, right? So for all of us that had been locked inside and especially for those who were introverts, right? And those are people who really don't like to be, they're not outgoing, they're not as, okay, to talk about it as it really is, an introvert is someone who prefers calm, less stimulating environments, right? They don't need all that jump up, jump up, jump up noise, right? Introverts tend to shy away from large social gatherings, right? Because it drains them. Being in an atmosphere like that makes them feel draining, right? It makes them feel like as if they're drained. So when you think of all the people who were introverts, who were in their glory being in the house, yours truly included, when they have to go back out into society now because everything has opened up, So like going to the supermarket can be a bit challenging with the new normal, right? The social distancing and all that stuff. Going to places of business now that government agencies are now opening up to go back into those places and handle business where everything we were doing was really online or not doing it at all because everything was shut down. Or to have to even go to a doctor's office, right? All those encounters or all those different situations or scenarios that I just mentioned can be very scary, right? But one thing we have to remember is when you serve the most high, you have nothing to fear, right? Our subject scripture for today. And let me repeat, when you serve the most high, you have absolutely nothing to fear because in the end, God is the one that's in control of all things, right? And this is the key or that is the key to calming the anxiety that would come over you when you become afraid thinking about what you have to do. Knowing who is in control of everything in your life sets the tone for you. Like I said, the fear comes because we feel we're not in control. And for the most part, some things we can control, but there are a lot of things that we don't control. But when we take the control away from ourselves and we put it on the one who is really in control, then that lets the fear ease up off of us, right? Now, I can't say what's happening, right? When we step out on our own, that's when things really 
become out of hand, right? When we take matters into our own hands and we really try to gain control over it, then that's when things can go haywire. And let me be perfectly clear about what I mean by that. We all know that when we're doing things outside of the scope of living our lives according to the way God told us, right? If you're following on a journey and you're following in your purpose or even just trying to live according to, according to, and I don't want to say it in a way that it makes it seem like it's ritualistic because it's not. It's when you, when you have a certain belief, there's certain things that you follow naturally because that's what you believe in. And when you believe in something you're going to follow it and it doesn't seem like, it's not going to seem like as if it's a burden for you to follow because it's going to come naturally to you because it's something that you're going to want to do anyway. So saying all that, I'm saying that when we live outside of the scope of being a Christian, right? We know that there's certain things that we can and can't or shouldn't be. You shouldn't be thinking about doing certain things if you're living like that, right? And for everyone, it's different, right? But when you might be living outside the scope of what's happening or the way you, sh or what should be happening, that's when the fear comes in because now you're living on your own. Now you're walking down your own path. Now you're charting your own waters. And when you chart your own waters, you don't know what you're going to encounter in those waters, right? That's like going back to when we were talking about Noah. He charted his own plan. Did I just say Noah? I didn't mean to say Noah. I meant to say Jonah. Jonah, not Noah. But he didn't, he didn't anticipate that he was going to be in a raging storm and then tossed overboard and then swallowed up by a giant fish but he still charted his own plans. But had he went according to the plans that was charted for him, no problem. Everything flowed smoothly after he decided to follow the plan, right? But I digress. We're talking about fear right now. And that's where I'm, that's where I'm going with it. Our biggest fears come when we start to Outside of the fact that, yes, you might have just a natural apprehension to starting something new. And this brings me to my story. I recently had to deal with a bout of fear. And when I say recently, I'm saying recently is as early as a week, a week ago. Not even, let's say even a couple of days. Let's say two days ago. Two days ago, I had this bout of fear come over me. And when I have bouts of fear like that, that come over me, that really make me feel like I'm paralyzed or frozen, I know it's a, it's a trick of the enemy. I know it for a fact it's a trick of the enemy because when I think about it, everything that I do now in my life is according to the plan of that God had set before me because I'm walking in the footsteps. I'm walking in the steps that he has set for for me. So every time I do something, I know I'm doing it because it's going in the direction that God wants me to go in. Even if I don't understand the entire picture of the way that I'm walking, eventually it starts to unfold. But as long as I keep in that path, keep on that path and walk in that direction that he has set for me, I'm okay. Even though I do have fear with that as well, but it's not as much fear. And I, that's the part I'm getting with. When I get this 
feeling of dreadful fear over me. Like, oh, I can't do this. Or, oh, I don't think I'm going to be capable of. I know that's not God. I know that's not God because he's already removed that from me in the beginning when he's told me what it is that I needed to do. So that fear of me doing something, especially when it's in line with my purpose, there's no fear there. It's just maybe a little anxious because I'm excited to see what the outcome is going to be, but there's no fear of me actually doing it. So when I get that feeling of dread coming over me, I know it's a trick of the enemy and I have to quickly get rid of it. So now going back to my story, the other two days ago, I got that spirit of dread over me. It was like, because oh, I was about to embark into something that I had never done before. And I wasn't sure if I was capable of doing it. And when I say I wasn't sure if I was capable of doing it, I know what I'm capable of doing. And when I really sit back and I had to, I really had to check myself. I was like, Kenya, okay, get a grip. You can do this. This is something that's not new. It's something that's in the realm of what you do all the time, which was speaking, speaking to people. How could you be afraid of speaking to people? That, that sounds silly, but there are people, there are people who, you know, are speakers that they have a fear of speaking in front of people, but I never have a fear of speaking to people. See, that's the thing. And that's how I knew it was a trick of the enemy. Because when it comes to me speaking to people, I don't have a fear of speaking to people because I always have a message to give. So when I have to give the message, I'm ready to give it. I'm ready to give it and keep it moving. I'm ready to give it and go on to the next message that I'm ready to give. So when I got this fear over me of, oh, you're going to have to talk to someone and you're going to have to do this and you're going to have to do that. And, and it was really starting to, it was really starting to work on me. I mean, it was really, really starting to work on me. Like, oh, now you're going to be exposed. You thought, and this is how, you know, it's the enemy because he starts bringing up stuff that have absolutely nothing to do with the task at hand. Right. Now, if he, he might have won a little bit, I mean, he might've won for maybe an instance where I would have really been sitting there really thinking and thinking and seeing how I could get out of this situation. Had he stopped instead of just pouring on more, but he goes and he pours on more and he starts playing into, oh, now people are going to know you're not who you really say you are, or people are going to look at you and be like, oh, well, I thought she was supposed to be. And when he starts talking like that in your ear, trying to diminish the purpose that you know God has given to you, that's when you know it's a trick of the enemy. And that's what quickly snapped me out of it. Because when I started having those thoughts, I was like, oh, no, wait a minute. We're not going down there again. We went down, we went down that road five years ago. We went down that road 10 years ago when the, when the purpose was first given to me. So now for you to come back and try that again, uh, no, I'm so past that. And that's what snapped me out of it. But I'm saying all this to say to you that he will try to come in and creep and put fear over you when there's something that you have to do. And if you're not mindful of it, if you're not paying attention, and if you're not constantly in communication with the most high, he can get you. He can get you for a moment. But when you're staying in communication 
then he can't, right? Unless you're walking out of the scope of what you should be doing. Now, when you're walking out of the scope of what you should be doing, yeah, you're going to be fearful of everything because you know you're being disobedient and you know that what you're doing is not on the path of what you should be doing, right? And I'm saying that in a general sense, a general sense as Christians, because as individuals, as individuals, we all have our individual walks. So I can't say what's out of the scope of what you should be doing, because what may be out of the scope of what I should be doing might be right in the scope for what you're doing. So I can't go and run behind you and do what you do, because when you're doing it, it's fine for you, but it's not fine for me. And we all experience that in general like I said in general we all have things that we do in practice that we all follow that we can do collectively but on our individual walks we don't know what scope what's out of the scope of something for someone as opposed to what's out of the scope for your you you know for yourself or even for me right so that's how he conquers you with the fear as well he'll have something that you know is in your scope And he'll try to put it on you. Like I said, he tried to bring back to me all those thoughts. And I'm like, oh, no, that is not happening. That's not going to, that's not going to fly because I'm past that already. And I said, had he stopped and just let it be, had he just stopped with what I had to do and let it be and just let that little, that little inkling that he had sprinkled on me for a moment, that might've gotten me for a minute. That might've held me. But when he went on thinking that he had conquered, he thought he had conquered me when it came to that. And he kept going and going and going. That's when I quickly snapped out of it because I was like, "Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. you're not taking over this story. Right. So all these occurrences will make us feel vulnerable. Right. And they'll make us feel afraid when those things come upon us. Because his end game is to create fear in us at any cost. That's the end game, right? But it's that fear that we must conquer and overcome and put into perspective, right? We have to remind ourselves who is in charge. Who is in charge of the heavens and the earth? Who is in charge of the cattle on a thousand hills? Who is in charge of the direction the rivers flow? Who is in charge of the rotation of the earth? Who is in charge of the very air that we breathe? God and only God. He has conquered this world, right? And we will also conquer this world. Jesus told us that. He told us that in John 16, he said, these things I have spoken to you that in me, you may have peace in the world. You will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. So see right there, he's telling us. He overcome the world. So we're going to overcome the world. That's squashing the fear. And he also told us, right? He also told us that he did great things and we'll do greater things, right? 
John 14, 12 to 14. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do because I go to my father. And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the father may be glorified in the son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. So there it is right there. That's our key to conquering fear. He said, we're going to do greater works than what he does because he's going to the father. So anything that we ask in his name, the father will do it because it's going to be glorified through him. So when we have fear, when we have fear, all we have to do is go to God. All we have to do is pray to the father. You know what, God, I need this. Ask. He said, ask God, I need this. I have this fear over me. I don't know what I should do. I don't know how I should do it. Help me. And there you have it. And he will give you the answer. And that's how we conquer the fear, right? Remembering those two things that Jesus overcame the world. And so will we, and that he did great things and we're going to do greater things because we're going to be doing it through him and the father is going to be glorified through everything that we do. So let's take a deep breath, right? When we have fear come over us, let's take a deep breath. Stop a minute. Take a deep breath. Believe in what you were told. Believe in what the word says. When I say what you were told, believe in what God spoke into your spirit because he speaks into all of us differently. So believe in what he spoke into your spirit. Believe what the word says, which we all read collectively, although it has a different meaning in all of our lives. But believe what the word says. Believe and live your life. And with that, I say it's time for us to take a music break. You've been listening to What Would Kay Say here on Radio Free Brooklyn, what Brooklyn sounds like.
Hey. God, it's me. Talking to all of my brothers and sisters all over the world. So many people are hurting right now. Remind us of your love, your power, your strength. Talk to them. Hey, estés donde estés. Necesito que vengas ahora que mi mundo está al revés. Hey, eso ya lo sé. Solo te busco y te llamo cuando no me dan los pies Hey, dime si es verdad Que por la noche me cuidas en medio de la oscuridad Hey, soy yo otra vez Solo sé que tengo miedo pero no sé bien de qué
Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. You are listening to What Would Kay Say here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Now today in Op-Ed, we're going to that portion of the show that we call Op-Ed. Today in Op-Ed, I want to spotlight an individual. And this individual, I didn't know anything about. I happened to be watching the Weather Channel one morning and they started talking about her and it just caught my attention because I'm a weather fanatic. I think I was supposed to be a meteorologist or maybe I was a meteorologist at one time. I'm not sure, but I know I love all things weather and I always have, even from a child, I've always loved everything weather, everything with clouds. They always just fascinated me, but I digress. So when I heard this woman's story on the weather channel, because that's my favorite channel on TV, they were talking about her and it caught my attention. And I said, you know what? I want my listeners to know about this individual because I'm sure Now, there might be some of you who are so intellectual that know who I'm about to talk about. But then for those of you who don't know who I'm about to talk about, it might be exciting to you like it was exciting to me. And the person I'm spotlighting this week in op-ed is Dr. Sion Proctor. Dr. Sion Proctor, she's a female, African-American female. She is a geoscientist an explorer, a space artist, and an astronaut. She was the mission pilot for the Inspiration 4, which was an all-civilian orbital mission to space, right? She is also one of the Explorers Club 50, which is 50 people changing the world. Right now, her motto is called Space to Inspire, where she encourages people to use their unique, one of a kind strengths, purpose, and passion. I just added in their purpose and passion to inspire those within their reach and beyond. Hmm. She believes that we need to actively strive for a Jedi space which JEDI stands for a just, equitable, diverse, and inclusive space as we advance human spaceflight. She believes that when we solve that when we solve for space, we also solve issues on Earth. She promotes sustainable food practices used in space exploration as a way to reduce food waste here on earth. And she has been doing this for over 21 years. The woman is phenomenal. You've got to look her up. You've got to listen to when she speaks. She's so excited and so passionate about what she does. And I think that's probably what really caught my attention when she was, when they were spotlighting her 
or highlighting her because she was just so passionate about everything that she spoke about. She was just so excited when it came to space and she actually draws in space. She was water painting in space. They have these new paint brushes that it, it's like a tube and it'll the tube will hold water and there's a brush at the end because you know when you're in space there's no gravity so how could you have water floating around just in the air right so they have these tubes that have brushes at the end of it and you put the water in the tube and as you press down on the brush on the palette to bring the paint up the water wets the paint and puts it on the brush and then you're able to stroke it on paper and she does these portraits like these little mini pictures and everything that she does is like afrocentric so one of the pictures that she showed it was like a woman sitting there and it was like her hair was like in a giant afro but it was like wavy coming out of her head but out of her hair was expanding thoughts that had to that were showing visions of things going on in space and the galaxy. And it was just so, when you looked at it, it was so pretty what she had drew while she was up there. And everything with her that she's talks about, it has to do with equality, just doing right by people. And she's just so excited about, you know, things going on in space. And she wants the children, she works with the STEM, you know, the STEM program to get young kids interested, especially African-American children interested in dealing with things of space and you know the galaxies and stuff she was just really really exciting to listen to so that's who I wanted to highlight today on op-ed that's who I wanted to talk about that's who I wanted to introduce you guys to and I want you to go and look up her story and find out more about her because I'm just scratching the surface talking about her in the way that I'm talking about her right now so that's our op-ed for this week. That ends op-ed. And now, since we're in October, you know we need a new word of the month, right? We need a new word of the month. And our word of the month for this month is going to be inspiration, right? Let's inspire somebody. Let's do like Dr. Proctor says. Like I said, our word is going to be inspire. Let's be an inspiration. And inspire means fill someone with the urge or ability to do or feel something, especially to do something creative, right? So let's be an inspiration. Let's inspire those that we account that we encounter for this month of October. And even ourselves, let's do things to inspire ourselves, maybe to inspire us to do something even greater than what we felt that we could have done, right? And our promise for this week is going to be coming from Proverbs 29, 25. And it is, the fear of man brings a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord shall be saved, right? Whoever trusts in the Lord shall be safe. So with that, I say everyone continue to have a blessed Sunday. Continue to have a blessed week. I pray that God shows himself miraculous in your week to ahead that's coming ahead. I want you to all remember COVID is still out there. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Social distance. And until... God brings us together again next week. Peace.
can barely stand right now Everything is crashing down And I wonder where you are I try to find the words to pray I don't always know what to say But you're the one that can hear my heart
hands in your hand follow my plan I've called you for this hour and placed in you my power it's in your hand follow my plan I will do exceedingly above all.